My name is Josh Snyder. You're watching Thoughtful Discussions, and I'm here with... My name is Sykes, a.k.a. Brian Howe. Sweet. And what all do you do? I uh, produce and record hip-hop music. I play in Greywalker, which is a metal band in the Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. in the Pittsburgh, in Pittsburgh area. <laughs> I run the Start the Beat with Sykes podcast, the One Minute or Less video series, work full-time for Get Hip Records, and I'm one of the co-coordinators of the Brutal Beer Fest. Mm-hmm. That's like enough for now. There's probably some other things I do. I draw and paint uh, <laughs> and have a good time. I do whatever I feel like doing. Yeah. It's always fun. Yeah. Cool. So tell me that that's I'm, – I'm, yeah. st- I'm still processing, I'm sure. Yeah, it's like a lot of stuff, things. so yeah. I apologize. So your day-to-day with uh, with Get Hip, what's your – so you, you work there. What do you do what, – like what's your, what's your job there? Uh – it's pretty varied. It really just yeah. depends from day to day. Cause okay. I mean, we're an independent record label and distributor. Yep. yep. So every day there's something different going on. Cool. And basically I'm involved in like any process from putting an, a record out down to mm. like from uh, designing the helping design sometimes uh, artwork or label mm. designs yep. down to like putting the record in a box and shipping it out. It right. really just depends like any step along the way I could be involved in. Yep. Cause there's only like, you know, a small handful of us that work there and we all do 10 different things. It's gotcha. independent business. So yep. Yep. if you like anybody that just only, only does one or two things, isn't really useful in that situation. Right. You so, gotta be diverse. Yeah. Gotcha. So that, that, uh, process you're actually producing the, the physical albums, CDs, yeah, like well, that. we don't we don't like actually manufacture okay. any of that stuff there. I mean, there's, but I do help with a lot in. of the facilitating, like because we work with different companies and yep. different pressing plants. It really just depends on what the artist wants right. and the specific release. Like somebody's like, oh, I want this on a hard cardboard jacket. So there's certain <laughs> printing places that do it. Right, and others, right. you know, it's yep. Every job is different. So yeah, we run yeah. into that too. Yeah, cool. And then you guys have them all in house, and you send them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do a lot of the stuff in-house, but even that's different sometimes, too. Sometimes, like, I'll spend a good chunk of my day bouncing emails back and forth with a band that's insisting on uh, doing their own artwork, but they're yeah. not doing the files right, and you got to, yeah. like, you getting it ready for press. It's just, it's an, I love it, but it's always something different every day. Yeah, there. yeah. You know, no. it just, it depends on who you're working with. Likewise. I, it's, it's every just, day. It's just, Yeah, it's different artists and yep. creatives and people that think they have good ideas that aren't so good and people have great ideas right. it's it's a mix right? gotcha yeah no that sounds fun i like i mean i've i have my print shop and we do everything from weddings to small signs to you know people just walk in and want a copy of their shipping label and, uh-huh. and you know everything in between stuff for bands posters yeah. flyers but membership cards for yeah for I, I, festivals I've and gotten, stuff like we've that. gotten stickers yeah. and things through you as well yeah. so yeah. so but it's it's a huge variation between and every every day is super different. Like obviously every day we're printing, but what we're printing and customers that don't understand what bleed is and like all sorts of stuff. Yeah, it's uh it's definitely it can be fun. It's, it's a lot of definitely not the same thing more than once. It's always something different. So, um, with your producing, so y- you you produce hip hop, you record hip hop. Yeah, and you y- what would you so you make beats and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. Cool. And how much fun do you have doing that? I have a I lot mean, of fun doing obviously. it, you know. Um, I mean, <laughs> that's probably what I've been doing yeah. the longest besides drawing. I've okay. been drawing since I was 
you know, like a small kid, but I started making beats when I was in like seventh grade. Gotcha. And I'm in my thirties now, so you yeah. can figure out the math on that. It's right. been a while. Right. Do you ever it's rap? Just, yeah, 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 yeah. I do rap. That's like, I mean, I make all my own beats in production and yeah. rap and do all okay. that stuff. And I started rapping when I was in like eighth grade. Gotcha. Yeah. But I didn't really like take it like super, super seriously right. until after high school. But I mean, it was something that me and my friends did right. all throughout high school, making yeah. joke songs about, you know, just girls and cops and dumb, you know, just like yeah, little kid high school rap stuff. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Um, so who have you gotten to work with? on that that you, you you've been overjoyed about like as a rap artist yeah um you know in the early days i collabed with a lot of mcs from pittsburgh mm -hmm. a lot of them aren't really doing anything anymore yep. nowadays i don't really do many collabs i have a full band that yep. i play with like i compose all of the music for the most part and then leave okay. space for them and then they come in and do their thing so yep. i play with a lot more bands than rappers mm. nowadays yep um, I mean, I've played shows with a lot of really cool artists over the years, but um, working together with people, you know, it's just not something I do a whole lot. I've made beats mm. for friends and things like that in the past, but gotcha. it's been like, I don't know, my art's always been like very like personal yeah. in a way, you yeah. know, like I just, yeah. it's not, I try not to be like too selfish. It's just, I don't know, I just, I'm so busy doing, I'm like caught up with all these things that I'm always doing that I don't right. really have time to like work with other people and stuff. That makes sense. Yeah. I got you. So then with Greywalker, how's that going? Greywalker's going pretty good. Um, cool. You know, it's funny, the album cycles for the last Sykes album and the last Greywalker album, they came out like within a few months of each other, mm -hmm. and it's happening again. Like <laughs> I'm in the it's like right now I'm trying to juggle, finish mixing this Greywalker album so I can get right. back to mixing the Sykes album because, right. I, you know, of course I need to do all of this. Gotcha. I can't I can't let anybody else touch it. It's like, no, right. I'm doing it. <laughs> but uh yeah, so the Greywalker stuff's going good. You know, we are about to put out a new album. We filmed two music videos last nice. month. We're doing another one soon, just kinda getting all the behind the scenes stuff together and that's right. pretty much what's going on with Sykes now as well. Awesome. Is all just behind the scenes stuff. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Are you excited for what's next? Totally, totally, yeah. you know. I think that everything it's, it's just constantly growing and evolving you know with yep. Sykes I'm always pushing myself to do things that I'm not necessarily comfortable with right and uh yes. always like I like the idea of like this album now there's uh, several songs on it it's like does this seem like something I would do mm -hmm. no but that's exciting yeah I think that you know I'm trying to be unpredictable and outside the box and just challenge myself and then with Grey Walker you know we're it's metal, so we're just challenging ourselves more from a mm -hmm. technical standpoint to do things that are, like, faster and heavier but still have, like, a good songwriting to them, not yeah. just, like, a chaos for the sake of chaos, you know, to be, like, very organized and purposeful chaos. Right. What what challenges you to to want to push that envelope? I think that it's just I'm a huge fan of music. I grew up, yeah. like, Grew up with music, all kinds of music. You know, my parents were super young when they had me. So my mom was like 17. My dad okay. was maybe 17 or 18, you know, and they were like metalheads. So that's where all okay. the metal comes from. Got it, got it. But um, my, they were young and they, you know, worked all the time. So I spent mm -hmm. a lot of time at my grandmother's house, who was like a huge Aretha Franklin fan okay. and all that like old soul stuff. Gotcha. And uh, my mom's brother was one of those like, 
he was like the weird uncle, nothing mm. against him. Right. But, you know, he still lived with my grandmother like into his 40s and he was yeah. a huge record collector and like nice. his favorite band was the Rolling Stones. Mm. So basically everybody that was in my life at that time was really into music and all different kinds of music. So I was always just exposed to a right huge variety of things. Plus, I mean, I grew up in Wilkinsburg. Okay. So um, at school, there was another influence there too because mm-hmm. I didn't really go to school with any kids that were like listening to the Rolling Stones or listening right. to Metallica. You know, everybody in school was like listening to more like popular radio stuff. So right. I kind of liked that stuff too because that's what my friends were into. Sure. And then I would go home and then it was something completely different. Right. Yeah. That could definitely and, but that, But yeah, it's just like a, to answer your question from originally right i think the reason what just pushes me is i like growing up around all that music i see the potential that music can have Mm -hmm. things don't have to just be one one dimensional when it comes to any style of music you can always pull in influences from all over the place even with gray walker um you know our one guitar player evan also plays with byron nash and plan b Mm -hmm. and they're more like rock bluesy uh Mm hip-hop like a weird fusion of different styles of music so he has that background plus mm-hmm. he's played in like other styles of bands and joey who's our drummer is played in punk rock bands he also used to play for the sykes band so he's a hip-hop okay. background okay and uh the other guys are in all kinds of music too so we are a metal band but we don't just listen to metal so gotcha. i think we find ways to pull in what we can with it's still making sense yeah do you think that transfers to your fans like maybe fans that don't just like metal you know yeah i think it, it could i think yeah. we have a, a pretty interesting fan base and friend base yeah. here in in pittsburgh and things like that um i think to some degrees it's maybe why some people don't like us yeah but i think on the flip it's why some people do like us and maybe you know we might be one of the few metal bands that they do listen to or come out to see i like that, I like that yeah. a lot. i'm not too worried about it yeah so you work a full-time job. I would, yes, work full-time job. And you have three at least things that you do on a regular basis that take a lot of your time. Right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Cool. So how do you find time to do all these things and still be a human with a girlfriend and all these <laughs> yeah, other things? Uh, I do have a very lovely girlfriend. Yeah. I do have a nice house and yeah. things. I th- it's just it's literally all I do. Yeah. And that's really pretty much it. You know, I say this all the time. The yeah. one thing that I really sacrifice yeah. is – I, I never get to have that conversation about the new Game of Thrones right. or anything like that. You know, like, I, yep. I, it's because I'm constantly just working on stuff. So I yep. don't spend a lot of time messing around with that kind of stuff. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I do watch some things. I watch Stranger sure. Things. I do see movies here and there. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but when you want Game to. of Thrones is just kind of like the joke that I always throw out there because <laughs> it's been on forever and I've never seen a single episode of it. Right. And I know a lot of people that like it. I'm sure it's great. It's just – but – I just, it's just literally all I do is, you know, creative stuff like this. I mean, like down to the fact that like, you know, I do a lot of stuff on my laptop Mm -hmm. and I'm like, I'll be on my laptop editing something on the bus on my way here. Right. And I was, okay, you know, just working on something on the bus. I got 25 minutes. I'm going to bang this out. You know, I could, you could spend that time, you know, maybe just messing around on Instagram or thing. There's nothing wrong with that. I do that stuff too, but for the most part, I just any time I have a, f- a f- extra time, I just right. utilize it. Absolutely, I was I was in a conversation earlier today where someone was asking me same thing about like, oh, this show, this show. I'm like, yeah, actually, like I don't really get much time for that kind yeah. of stuff. Like I'm 
I'm I'm busy because I I want this. Like I uh-huh. want you know, if I have time, I I'm spending that time doing what I'm doing or, you know, spending it with people that I like. And and the the, the in between of like that crossover, it's it's rare when it's like oh okay cool I'll go see this movie. But in general, it's usually you know I'm doing what I want to do, and most of the time it's it's working in the business or working on a project or or all that sort of thing. Yeah, it's this it's the sacrifice that you got to make. You know, um, mm-hmm. a lot of people ask me too, like, how do you do so much stuff? And it's right. literally all I want to do. And people yeah. are like, you know, I don't know if I can find the time to do something that I want to do. Right. And it's just, if you really want to do it, you'll find the time. Absolutely. If you if it's it's a sacrifice, but it's, it's also kind of a gift because you, let's say you're doing two, three, four times more than what an average person might do, but they're spending ten hours. 20 hours a week on Netflix, you know, it's like, well, you could have spent that time doing, you, you say you have this goal, but you're not, you're not doing it. Well, that's you know? the thing. You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with spending sure. your entire life on Netflix. If that's what you want, if that right. makes you happy and you right. know, your people that you care about and yourself are taken care of and things are good, sure, sure. do whatever you want. But it right. does really kill me when people do talk to me or I see people talking about, these goals and these right. things that they want to do. And then That's right. I yeah. view how they use their time. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I don't, I'm not getting it, yeah. you know, but it, there's that unfortunate reality too, that some people maybe, I don't know. I don't want to be like mean and be like, some people were just lazy, but I think yeah. there's a part of that well, too. I think it's also hard to like get out of that cycle once you're in it, depending on, your circumstance and what you want to do. And also resources are another thing too. Of course. Not everybody has the resources to make things happen, but looping back to the beginning of a conversation is sometimes if you want to make something work, you just got to put some rubber bands on it. Yeah. Make that like a metaphor for whatever it is you want to do. There's always a way. And sometimes that's what makes you different is that you found a way to do it when you, when there wasn't one, you know, there wasn't a pre-formulated, Oh, do this, do this. Well, I'm going to do it. I don't, I don't have that. So I'm going to go ahead and, yeah. go a different way compromise is a big thing i think yeah. a lot of people have trouble with right um i know people in the arts community music video that are really talented and have a lot of potential but sometimes it seems that they don't want to do something because they don't have exactly what they need to produce mm. like oh for we'll just throw this out there like, i want to do video stuff but yeah. i don't have you know two thousand dollars for the nice camera right. that i want right it's like, look, you know, if you really do video stuff, go buy buy a cheaper camera that right. doesn't look that great. Right. You can get some cheaper video editing software, and you can at least learn the basics. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can find a couple people to shoot music videos for, right. save up a little bit of money, then get the camera that you want. Right. It's not going to be perfect to begin Take with. A but step. Yeah, but some people kind of want it all at once and tend to lean on that sometimes as an excuse. So while Reese, I do acknowledge – acknowledge acknowledge the resources are a huge issue i do think that with the comfort and compromise you can make a lot of things happen if you're able to uh absolutely make your brain work that way right i think that the asset is the idea and when you have an idea and you want to push that forward you find people that also want to see that idea happen and if that's the case it'll happen and so you just gotta you just gotta put it out there and I mean, I've done that in the past and I've seen people do it and it's, it's amazing, you know, like what you can do with just an idea that maybe not everyone else is doing 
I mean, my first, the, the partnership that we had. So I, I started in my apartment and then I spent a year in this little art studio. I was, it was 10 by 10, 100 square feet. Had a copier, desk, cutter, shelf, one shelf, this little black shelf had all my paper on it. You still got the shelf? I still got the shelf. This little <laughs> black one right there. <laughs> that, that's the, that's yeah, the OG it shelf. It probably fit about Word. maybe 10 reams of paper. Yeah. And that's <laughs> all I needed to ever have at one time. Uh-huh. And, uh, and then I had a playpen because I had my, my kid w- work with me for the first 14 months. And I was in that and it worked well. I hit my peak and uh, there was a, a screen printing shop that was less than a mile away. And we were sending work back and forth and they were looking to get a bigger spot and we were at lunch one day and I'm like, what if we, what if we did that together? You know, if you're getting a bigger spot anyways, I'm looking to get out, but I can't really afford a full retail space yet. Um, you know, do you think that maybe we could work together? And they're like, ah, I don't know. Like, how would that work? I'm like, well, it'd be a co-working spot. You know, we'd share the same name for like marketing and everything, but I'll keep my operation separate. You keep yours separate. I'll pay you a little bit for rent. And we work together. They're like, okay, can you put it in paper? And I'm like, sure. So like, that's something that, I mean, I grew my business four times in two months after that move. And that worked out for almost two years. And just this last December, I moved out of there because we were both growing too much. And it's awesome because that's something that it wasn't money. It wasn't, it was the effort. It was the time. It was the idea. You put that out there. And I mean, they could have said no, but there, there's other people yeah, that might have said yes. You, you, you know, you made a little bit of a compromise right. temporarily to work your way up to the ultimate goal. Exactly. You exactly. Know, you, you can't just walk outside of your house and then be on the moon. Right. You, know, you gotta, yeah. you gotta do some things to get there. Absolutely. And it might not always be conventional. So no. think outside the box. But two, like, and I don't say this to discourage anybody. Sure. I think that on the flip, if you're somebody that has this mindset or if it's just, I think it's, I don't want to say like survival of the fittest. I just think some yeah. people aren't going to figure it out. Right. So how much time do I personally want to spend trying to, I, I'm always trying to inspire people around me right. and I see Absolutely. potential in everyone and everything, but me too. After a while with some people, it's just, I just like, I know it's not going anywhere. And right. it's like, they will talk about wanting to do this and that until mm-hmm. the day they die, unfortunately. And it's like, you know, when do I stop trying to inspire certain people? Like maybe mm. this, you, you're just full of it. Maybe. I right. don't know. I don't like to think that way about but people, but I think it's click. super real. Yeah. I don't know. There's I, always that little I, bit I'm of always going to, I'm always going to be there around, you know, for, for, <laughs> for, for, for anybody that, that, you know, needs advice or something like that. But I just, there's some people, you know, just, I'm, I'm thinking of them in my head right now. I'm looking, I'm thinking of their, their faces. I'm just, yeah. Come on, just do it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But you know, I, I, I've said this before to people. It's like, I'll take any opportunity you don't want to take. So right. if you want to, if you want to drop the ball, that's fine. I'm trying to help you out, but yeah, whatever. If yeah. not, okay. I'm gonna keep doing my thing over here. Yep. I love that. <laughs> um, so what, uh, so I've, I've worked for myself for 10 years. Yeah. And between, you know, this business was for four years and my, I had a screen printing business in Southern California. I moved out here seven years ago and I was doing that. So being 31 and having 10 years of uh, working, you know, working for myself, it's it's definitely different um, than a lot of entrepreneurs, but for yourself, how would you, how would you say like you've, you've been in bands since you were 
Like, what, yeah. what was the first at, at first point, like, where you... Uh, you know, I was doing the, the rap thing for a while. Yep. yep. Um, after high school and everything, you know, stuff got weird. I moved out of my mom's house slash got, like, asked to leave, kind of. Yep. Weird family stuff, you know. And my whole uh, financial situation with schooling wasn't the best, so it was kind of right. like... Oh, you know, I'm 17, about to graduate high school, living in my friend that already graduated's apartment, yep. like in his living room, gotcha. like living on the couch type thing. Yep. And it just never kind of went anywhere. Like it just from there, like you know, I got a job at Blockbuster Video, <laughs> nice. which uh, is like one of my favorite jobs I ever had. <laughs> I love and it. rolling back to talking about Netflix and things like that, movies are something that I really sacrificed yeah. for my pursuit of the arts because i'm actually yeah. really really like movies yeah I'm, I'm, so i try to keep up with it but i'm so out of the loop when i was younger i was way more into it okay. but uh back to uh i didn't really start actually playing in any bands until maybe i was probably in my 20s early 20s okay um i started uh i was doing like this instrumental electronic noise project with a yeah. friend of mine and uh, played some shows with that. Didn't really go much of anywhere just because sure. there's not really like a thriving scene right. for that kind of music. At least, I mean, I could probably get a lot of shows now. There's a lot of stuff. But like back right. then, it wasn't that big of a deal. People weren't really – people still liked music with guitars in it 10 right. years ago. Um, <laughs> but then I started rapping and playing shows with the hip-hop thing after that fell apart. And yep. then uh, – through that, actually, through rapping. Because when I first started performing hip-hop shows and yeah. writing music, that was, like, really all I had. I wasn't in other bands or anything. Mm. So I was, like, putting all of this stuff into one pot. So a lot of my, like, rap stuff was, like, a little bit more aggressive. Yeah. And then uh, I had met somebody. It was like, you ever think about singing in a metal band? I was like, I love metal. <laughs> and then I ended up joining my first metal band uh, from there. Gotcha. But, yeah, it was, it was funny. I don't think that I would have... Uh, I mean, I'm sure it would have ended up in bands somehow, but uh, in the beginning, it was just like doing the rap shows a whole lot and not took a while to find my pocket because yeah. it's like, okay, uh, I'm like playing shows with a lot of more club and radio oriented rap and my sound was like a lot more backpack or mm. uh, underground, whatever right, you want right. to call it. And right. I, I just, it took a while, it took a couple years of playing shows to like, find that community of people in Pittsburgh because I, di I didn't know anybody. I didn't know people that were doing shows or anything. Right. So had to go through the grind of just playing a bunch of awkward things and hoping to meet people. And I was like super socially awkward at the time too. Right. So it's like, you know, like socially awkward in a, <laughs> you know, in a show where I feel like I don't belong. I don't right. know if my music's good. I don't have any friends yet. Uh, but it worked itself out. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I wanted to do it. So you just do it. Yeah. What was the, the key factor when you decided you're like, I'm going to just do stuff like all the time. I'm going to, I'm going to sacrifice. I'm going to do my art. I'm this, this is what I want and I'm going to make it happen. I like, think, like, how do you come, how do you come to that? I think when, when I was a kid, I always, I was I always wanted to do music when I like even from the time I was a little kid. Yep. My grandmother, who I mentioned before, she had a uh, a tape recorder in her house 
and uh, I had like a little keyboard. And when I was like a kid, I would like make like little songs with the keyboard and record yep. them. I still have some of that stuff, nice. thankfully. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I always wanted to make music, but I didn't like have the resources to really do it. I could do things like that, so it was kind of there. And I was mm. into drawing; that was a lot more accessible at the time. Right. Uh, I remember one of the first things I did, and I also have like stuff from this too. Still, was uh, I made. I drew what my video game would look like if I could make a video game. It was basically a Mortal Kombat ripoff. <laughs> but, like, I even drew what, like, the website would look like because yeah. I couldn't do web development. Yeah. But so I just, like, drew <laughs> what the, the web page would look like. And I think I just always kind of had this idea, like, ideas flowing through my brain. Right. You know? And then uh, when I started, you know, I got a little bit older. You get more things. I got my first job at Taco Bell when I was 16. Nice. Saved up 400 bucks. Bought my first beat machine, which I still have. Nice. Uh, it doesn't work that well anymore, but I still have it. It's, <laughs> it's just hanging out. Yep. Uh, it's like your black shelf over here. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, with everything, you know, with music and uh, it, all of the stuff that I do just yep. kind of became a byproduct of not knowing anybody so yeah. it's like oh i guess i need to figure this out myself like yeah. oh like i made these songs i'm gonna put out a record uh i guess yeah. i need a cover well i can draw so yeah. i guess i'll draw this like and then like oh i need to add some text like oh like what's that the photoshop's a thing right okay so right. like get photoshop learn photoshop i want to make a video okay like I have this crappy webcam. I guess yeah. it'll work. I have like a webcam and some Windows Movie Maker <laughs> on my old laptop. That'll work. So I start sure. doing that stuff. And then just from there. And then um, I always wanted to do a lot of stuff. I just didn't know the people. And then now I know a lot of people. And people ask me to do stuff. And I'm like, yeah, let's do that. Great idea. Right. And then like two seconds later, I'm like, why did I agree to do that? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I, I definitely overcommit myself. Yeah. Uh, like not as much anymore, but. I'd say maybe even three, four years ago, I would, I'd jump, like, if it sounded good, I'd be like, yeah, I'm in. Just count me in. Mm -hmm. Let me know in. And I'm like, oh, shoot, I'm, I'm doing too much. I, but, yeah, <laughs> I think that I like just being involved in other things because yeah. I, I don't know, I just have a lot of random skill sets that I don't always get to use. And if I right. see a lot of potential in something that somebody's doing and if I can help them Absolutely. achieve what they're going for, like, I had a, a buddy of mine who's another local rapper, um, just sent me a track yesterday. He's like, hey, can you like master this track for me? And I was like, yeah. yeah sure. I mean, I don't really have the time to, but I'm going to do it. Yeah. So like, you know, I was like messing with that this morning. It's just like quick little things. It's not that much. Like five, ten minutes out of my day is like a lot, but it's like the value that it has to the person that you're helping is like way more than right. what it is for me. So it's, no, that's, it's, you know, like that's the type of stuff yeah. that like, you can help people out in like really easy ways and ways that like mean so much more to them than like you even realize. I feel like so right. it's really easy for somebody like me to take that kind of stuff for granted. Cause I'm always working yeah. and I try to be very, uh, but that's the difference is that you're doing it. So, you know, someone else might have a skill or they might even have a, a, a better skill than you, but they're not applying on a daily basis or minute by minute. Uh, I got five minutes. I'm going to go do this. I mean, that's where, that's where you have the advantage is that you're doing it. You're taking you're taking the time yeah but i think some, right. sometimes sometimes i wish i wasn't so so organized you know yeah. like my google calendar is a nightmare and everything's <laughs> scheduled and planned and yeah it's it, it could be a little it could be a little exhausting you know like 
trying to go to I, it's like I can't go to sleep if I know there are things like still on my calendar I didn't right. do so right. it's like before I go to bed it's like I'm like shifting my schedule around for the week like a madman it's just like it's important but at the same yeah. time it's like I'm not like I try I, I, I I'll get stressed out about it yeah and I try not to because I know in the grand scheme of things I'm not like a doctor doing things that's really changing right. the world you know I'm really just doing like selfish creative projects and helping my friends out with their selfish creative projects. It's sure. The, which is important. Uh, I disagree. Art is important. Yeah. Right. But you know, I think it's okay too if, you know, I need to take an extra day or for myself. I right. should allow myself to do that. Absolutely. I don't, Absolutely. I don't nearly allow myself to do that enough. Gotcha. So how do you find people like I, I, since I have been doing what I do for a while, um, I find people that I can try to mentor if I, if I see someone that has that glimmer of hope in their eye, I'm like, oh, what is it you're doing? What are you trying to do? How can, you know, how could we, um, you know, how could, I want to hear your story. I want to hear what you're doing. I want to hear why, everything. And then I think as, as a mentor, the job is to challenge and support. So even if I can't help them with what they're doing beyond just like an idea, um, it's still important to me to, to kind of, go after them and make sure that they are doing what it is that they're, what they're trying to do. Yeah. You know, um, what, what would you say? Cause you're kind of in the same field as far as, you know, you, you, you kind of do the same thing and, and get, you know, you see people and you try to get, help them out. What are your goals when you, when you kind of do that intake and, and how do you help, how do you feel like you bring value to them? Well, you know, I think that, that's a huge part of the reason why I started my podcast. Yep. I started it four years ago. Yep. Um, and it was one part was the fact that I knew all these people and I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was very good at like talking mm. in person, you yeah. know, like I still felt like I had kind of like awkward social skills. Right. So it's like, I want to get better at talking to people. And mm. I know all these people around me that have these great stories. Yeah. And a lot of people, you know, it's how I'm, constantly sitting down with artists and talking to them about things that are wrong mm. and everybody has such similar problems yeah. but nobody realizes that they all have the same problems right. and how like everybody thinks their problems are so unique Actually. in the art community and they're really right. not so over the past <laughs> few years with the podcast I've come to learn these things and address them mm. and I don't reach out to specific people because I think they need help to be on the podcast sure sure but the idea is to just reach out to people that I find inspiring or I think are doing cool things to talk with them. Right. So the people that listen to the podcast every week, you know, I mean, it's geared for local artists yeah. and people that, you know, do creative things. So it's mm. just to have those discussions. And it's like, yeah. you know, I like to think that it's stuff that's really beneficial for the community. And I've learned a lot from the podcast, just talking to people. It's like every week I'm having a therapy session with a guest that they don't realize that right there that, that we're having you know but Absolutely. it's it's super you know therapeutic to connect with local or even even outside of you know creatives and artists just connect right. with people face to face on mm -hmm. some you know basic human interaction stuff because right. you know i don't want to get into the whole social media thing but you sure. know we can be it's a lot easier to be disconnected now Right. But not realize that you're disconnected. You think you're connected, but you're connected to everyone's uh, specifically curated version of themselves and right. the image that they right. want to put out there. And then you, know? you, you actually see people in real life and you're like, I've been friends with you and I've been seeing your stories. And I like I know who you are and I walk by you at Starbucks. But like 
You're not going to say hi. Like it's, it's, it could be, there's a disconnect. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I understand like, you know, if you're trying to promote yourself as being like this really cool, uh, hip hop artist or something, you might not want to be like, I'm going through some things, right? even though in some facets of hip hop, that's kind of trendy now to talk about your problems. Sure. But I digress. Uh, (laughs) it's just, you know, just sitting down with people face to face and talking is, it's something that enough people not enough people are doing but it's starting to starting to come around you know there's i have really good conversations with people now just out and about and Mm. uh people are doing other podcasts and conversations like yourself here you know having thoughtful discussions yeah pun intended (laughs) uh yeah i mean yeah and the reason behind the name was uh you know i was like man if i could have anything more of anything in my life it would be more thoughtful discussion totally other creatives entrepreneurs people that are doing something and what can we talk about put that on camera put that online where people can see kind of what's going on in our heads Mm -hmm. so that they can get a a better idea of what's actually happening totally and like i I said before most of the time just realize that you're not alone you know everybody has the same struggles and the same problems and it's okay to you know it's okay to not know what you're doing i i still don't really know what i'm doing i'm figuring it out day by day so absolutely what's your biggest challenge currently (laughs) uh i mean i think the uh, we were just talking about this my biggest challenge has been fine saying no to people yep you know i Mm. i reached a point where i i i have to you know uh i have to turn down a lot of show offers and things like that and that's been nuts i mean i turn down more right. shows than i accept to play yep but it's just because you need to be smart with the opportunities that you take i think that's that's Absolutely. another thing too is um whoa we were just talking about that <laughs> that's gonna look like a um that's gonna look like a horror movie that's gonna like some paranormal activity <laughs> <laughs> uh being more intelligent with the realizing that i only have so much time you right. know and I want to have more time for my normal life, you know, my girlfriend and just doing things around the house, you yep. know, not scrambling to do the dishes and laundry, actually do them on like a comfortable schedule and like right. boring adult stuff, you know, try to make more time sure. for things like that and feel like a normal person in the middle of all this chaos, which means, you know, just saying no to some people and as an artist, putting more value on myself and the work that I do, Yep. you know, um, Wanting to help friends out, but at the same time, realizing how much stuff and time can I spend for, like, free. Not to make everything about money, but it's, like, need something. Like, even if it's, like, heck, like, I'll do this for you. Bring me over, like, a six-pack or something. Anything. Like, just a little little trade if if we can. Um, Hmm. But not – I mean, there's still plenty of people that I do things for for free. But acknowledging that and just thinking more about, like, what is my time worth and how can I spend it the most efficiently. Right. Um, saying no has been a huge thing, but I always try to, I have, and I, and I tell the people that I work with too, it's no, but so the answer is never just no. So someone comes in and they're like, Hey, I I want 2000 flowers and I need them in 10 minutes. Like, no, but yeah, we can do this. Yeah. That's a lot of the time I never turn down something without having an alternative for that person. Like, right. You know, um, like one thing that I've really had to turn down a lot is I do screen printing too. Yeah. Um, and 
people all the time are hitting me up like, hey, can you run 20 shirts from a band? And I'm like, <laughs> I, I want to help you out. I know that, like, you don't have the money to get, like, 40 shirts printed somewhere. But right. it's like, I don't have the time. Yeah. Like, I, 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 we got to be – if just I'm going to put this out there. If I've printed, like, 20 shirts for your band – that means I really like you. <laughs> Just saying, like, it takes time. You yeah, know, I know to do the the setup and do all that stuff. Like, that's yeah. I, it's like I, if I specifically, I ran twenty three color two sided jobs for you. <laughs> We're good friends. Just letting you know. I'm not any <laughs> anyways. Uh, yeah, but uh, you know, saying no to those people, but offering alternatives. Like, hey, yeah. I can't do this for you, but I know somebody that can. Right. Or I can't play this show, but you should hit up these bands. Right. You know, I don't want to leave people hangers, but, eh. right. you know, because I understand people, I still want them to succeed. Yeah. But at, this, at the end of the day, it's like, well, I need myself to succeed. Sure. And how can I do that if I'm like running on less fumes than I already am? You know, Absolutely. So it's, I got to, you have to, uh, yeah, just be, be smart. You hmm. can't do everything as much as you might want to. Absolutely. Well, where can we find all of the wonderful things that you're doing, like online? So that yeah, I mean the easiest thing to do is you can actually just go to therealpsychs.com. Cool. And everything is hubbed from there. Um, access to anything that is psychs related, anything start the beat related, which is my podcast, uh, one minute or less, which is my video vlog series. Yep. Anything Greywalker related, uh, link to the Get Hip website, link to Brutal Beer Fest. Cool. All those things can be found at therealpsychs.com and if you're like into the social media stuff, yep. I'm on everything at the real Sykes. So just that's it. Sweet. Well, we'll check it out. Thanks for being on. Thank you for having me. I Absolutely. really appreciate it. Yeah.